Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Five Lights podcast. I look back at the Chinese Grand Prix and my Chinese takeaways. Yes, a cheesy Chinese pun there. Sorry it's taken me so long to get back to you with a look back at the Chinese Grand Prix. I've had a busy week, but this week you'll get a double dose of me, which sounds a bit dodgy. Firstly, I'm going to look back at the Chinese Grand Prix, then I'm going to look ahead to the Russian Grand Prix, but first, let's get this podcast out of the way, shall we? So yes, I'm going to be taking a look back at the Chinese Grand Prix and what a race it was, really packed full of incident yet again. We're being treated to such a great season already this year. As I said, you're going to get a double dose of me this week. I'm going to do my Chinese takeaways today and then tomorrow, which will be Wednesday, I'll be uploading my look ahead to the Russian Grand Prix in Sochi. But first, let's do this one. So my five Chinese takeaways then. First one Kvyat holds strong, the young Russian driver. I've been a bit down on Daniel Kvyat lately, but his performance in China was superb. Firstly, that move he put on Vettel into the first corner was fantastic and showed really great racecraft. He just dived up the inside of him, uh, of uh, inside of Vettel there, throwing him completely off, taking the position and managing to finish on the podium. And secondly, the way he handled himself when he, conf- he was confronted by the four-time champion after the race was even better. He held his ground and in my opinion, he was quite right. The gap was there. And he took it. He took the podium. And that is what being a racing driver is all about. And I'm sure Vettel, if the shoe was on the other foot, he'd have done exactly the same. Point two then. This is already the best season for me since 2012. That 2012 season, we had so many people fighting for the title. Yes, we had seven different winners in the first seven races. But for me, the racing is closer. There are more overtakes. And the field has closed in so much since 2013, 14, 15. Pole position is no longer a gimme for the win, and although Rosberg has won all three races, it looks set to be a corker of a season. So stay tuned. I think we're going to have a roller coaster of a ride. There's still a long way to go. The Bulls are on the charge. I this is my point number three. I never really factored in Red Bull into the title contention at the start of the season, and to be honest, I still don't. However, their blistering pace, both in qualifying and the race, suggests their package is tight. And with an engine upgrade due in Canada, it may be well worth uh, Mercedes and Ferrari keeping an eye on those raging bulls. They could be coming, uh, and I think they're going to be playing a factor in the next race in Russia as well. But they were great again this weekend, bagging a podium. They could be uh, clinging around for a long time to come. Point number four then, Renault aren't where we thought they would be. So from one team on the rise in Red Bull, Renault are on the downfall. They are not where I thought they would be at all. After an impressive start in Australia when it looked like Palmer and Magnussen could well have scored points, but they didn't, I thought we would see a solid points finish by both Renault drivers by now. But reliability issues and a 17th place finish and a 22nd place finish in China is not good enough. Uh, They've turned with they've returned to Formula One with more of a whimper than a bang, and really I was expecting a lot more from the uh, banana team than I've seen so far. So, not good from Renault. And my final point from the Chinese Grand Prix, sort of revisiting point number two a bit, but still, there is still a long way to go. A lot of media outlets and F1 pundits, myself included, have already got the bunting up and are picking out cake for Rosberg's championship party. But as Ben, 
As my brother and former co-host of this show points out, there is still pretty much an entire season to go. Three races in, and Nico has made a great start, but a lot can change over the course of the season. Strap yourselves in, this could be a roller coaster ride. So yes, a long way left to go in this season. Rosberg has certainly taken the ball by the horns and capitalised on mistakes from Ferrari, capitalised on punishment for Lewis Hamilton, and looked a lot more consistent than he has in previous years. And he sits atop of the table at the minute, Looking good, but it's still a long way to go. A long way to go. Now, my Badger GP predictions and my Badger GP team. Well, I got 180, 118 points for Badger GP there this week, and that all came from my team because not one, not one of my predictions was correct. You'll note that in the podcast leading up to this, in the last podcast, I'd put Lewis Hamilton as pole, but as I tweeted out and put on Facebook, I had to change that because just after the podcast went out, it was announced that Hamilton was going to get that grid penalty for his gearbox change. So I changed it. I put Seb Vettel on pole. He didn't come pole. I put Kimi Raikkonen as the fastest lap. He didn't get fastest lap. I put first to retire Esteban Gutierrez. And there was uh, no retirements. So I didn't get that one. And I put no safety cars. And of course, when I said there was going to be no safety cars, there was a safety car. Uh, I also had Vettel for the win. Nope. Rosberg for second. Nope. And Raikkonen for third. So not one of my predictions came through at all so not impressed whatsoever as i said i did change my team completely before the last race and that's where i picked up all my points so i'm happy with where my team is at and if i can get my predictions in order i'm pretty sure i'll be climbing that table so my team i can now reveal now that we're down to eight changes for the rest of the season i've got uh daniel kvyat i've got felipe massa and nico rosberg are my drivers and my three teams are ferrari haas and Toro Rosso. So I'm pretty happy with that. Haas are going to pick up a few points here and there, and they're extremely cheap at only 3 million quid. So uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy with that purchase there. Uh, Massa is always consistent, it's always going to score points. Kvyat, he's the cheaper of the two Red Bull drivers, and Red Bull are on the rise, so I'm happy with that one as well. And Nico Rosberg is on fine form, as we all know, at this moment in time. So uh, yeah, very happy there. Ferrari, again, another good team who are going to finish in the top three, I think, in every race, uh, as long as they don't crash out. Uh, and Toro Rosso, two young drivers, Science and Verstappen doing very well and always picking up points. So yes, I'm happy with where my team is at. I'm currently third in the uh, Five Lights League. Currently third. Mark, our older brother, is at the top, and Ben now sits in second. Uh, and you can still join our league. So if you want to join in, have a little bit of a friendly competition with uh, myself and my brothers and, and their partners, and we can build a big enough league. The code for that is 1347731. That's 1347731. So you can still join the league. Well, this has been a fairly quick look back at the uh, Chinese Grand Prix. Sorry it's taking so long to get out, and sorry it's so short, but it was a great race, lots of carbon fibre flying everywhere, really enjoyed it. We're now looking ahead to Russia, and it's not long to wait, not long at all. As I said, I will be back with my look ahead to the Russian Grand Prix tomorrow night, so make sure you download that. We're now on iTunes as well, so make sure you get subscribed, and leave a comment and let us know what you think of the new format. Until next time, or until tomorrow, I'll see you later. Thanks for listening, guys.